as a classical composer, you know, I really wanted to get more into uh, rock and dance clubs and, and like feel like I'm connecting more with the audience. And so for me, yeah, like having the audience move and, and sort of show that they're physically involved with the music was something important to me. My name is Alex Koch, also known as Dire Wolf. Uh, I'm a, a producer, composer, DJ, and instrumentalist uh, based in Durham, North Carolina. Getting out of the concert hall where people were are generally pretty um, composed and, and, and you know try not to cough and try not to move and make noise and I, I think that's a really restraining way to, to, to appreciate art in my opinion um, but I'll, I mean I also don't really enjoy museums very much I don't really I, I like environments where you, you can kind of feel completely free I would say I compose intuitively just by listening to what's inside in my head, what's going through my fingers, like when I'm making a beat on a drum pad. I could be inspired by trains, for example. I could be inspired by like crickets out in the forest. I do sometimes wake up with very distinct things in my head. I mean, I have really random stuff. One time there was there's some news broadcast in my head, and and the the two anchors were sort of doing this rap. They were kind of rapping these incoherent syllables. At times I'll have like, it'll actually be a symphonic music in my head. And it's, it's original, like it's, it's coming from my brain. And sometimes I feel like it's more creative than I could, I could really compose in a waking state. It's crystal clear, like I'm listening to it in my head, as if I had like a, you know, like, like a tape deck or something, press and play. I went to grad school and they taught us a lot of techniques or we were exposed to a lot of techniques that are not as emotional, not as intuitive. Whether you're mapping sort of mathematical pattern onto the attacks of the notes or you're using, you know, some kind of other like intellectualized compositional framework. I've done a lot of that, but it's not really something I'm interested in anymore. I have written music for this dance collective that's called Vector. They had done a lot of audio interviews. I asked them to give me clips of the interviewees that addressed fear, the idea that fear can be part of anger. They make me feel scared. <laughs> I feel scared in that. That makes me angry. They make me 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 scared. So in this case, this this track began with the vocal samples. And then underneath that I could work with percussion that, that fit, you know, the tempo of what I was working with. I put a bass line in and some very subtle synthesized sounds, but not too much. It was more vocals, drums and, and bass. school studying classical music there wasn't a lot of emphasis from my professors on, on like pleasing the audience I really disagree with that viewpoint I mean I, it, I think it, you know it's kind of like uh, what's the point if, if, if no one's benefiting from it but yourself I, I don't think I need to be some kind of misunderstood genius You know, when you have low frequencies, you can feel them vibrating in your chest, like they can sort of rumble inside of you. And I think that connects the physicality of music to the listener, because sound is so physical, such a physical thing, more than a lot of people really consciously realize. 
and people talk about the, the, the kick drum or the, the pulse or the beat, even just the basic beat of a song, um, sort of mimicking our heartbeats. My best DJ gig was in February at the Pinhook down in Durham. Definitely was slammed and I had the 11 o'clock set. It was just a set that went super, super well. Transitions were good. Everyone was vibing real nice. When you're doing your thing and it's going well, it's like, it's an amazing feeling. And it really is a thrill. And you're just like, man, this is, this is inspiring. I want to keep doing this.